0: Good evening, everybody. This is Chris from the Daddy Dilemma's Podcast, and this is Season 2, Episode 11, or as we like to say in the biz, S2E11. Do we say that in the biz? I don't know. I've never heard that. I've never heard that either, but uh, I'll I'll make it up and say we say that. Um, This is a podcast where we have a beer, we sit around, Don and I, and we talk about our Lovely bundles of joy and our beautiful spouses. I have two bundles of joy. One's twelve and one's fourteen, and they are just a delight, except when they're awake. <laughs> and I'm here with my co-host,
1: the Ben to my Jerry, Don. Hey, yeah. Ben and Jerry sounds good right now. Yeah, we do some ice cream. It? Absolutely. Yeah. I'm Don, father of two boys, uh, ages 6 and 12. Um, I like that. I like that I, you know, as long as they're not awake, I really enjoy them. Um, I actually just put my six-year-old to bed, so I was like, go to bed. I got to go podcast. So he's in bed. I got my beer. I'm ready to go. Let's do this thing.
0: Really? Because my kids, I'll say... Okay, I'm going to go podcast, and they say okay. And I said I'm recording, and they say okay. And then they start, you know, like seeing who could jump higher off the bed and <laughs> and bang against the wall. But the noise gets insane. Yeah, and then I say okay, you know, you keep making noise, and uh, got a little button here on the router to turn your internet off. And they're like, oh, okay, never mind, never mind, we'll be good. I promise. We'll turn our internet off
1: we'll that, is, that is the joy of older kids older kids really value their technology whether it's the phone or computer or whatever it is younger kids are a little tougher where you gotta i don't know in smacks or count or put them in timeout and it's, it's a little bit more involved the little kids i hear you so last sunday was
0: trash day and also <laughs> mother's day
1: did you guys um, do anything special? Mother's Day was was epic at our house. Epic. Well, you had a lot we, of mothers um, there, right? Yeah, we had a lot of mothers. It was my mother-in-law, my wife, and then my wife's two sisters who are also mothers. So we had what was that four mothers at the house. And so I I kind of ended up taking the lead on me and the other husbands and sons and stuff, we all kind of took the lead on, um, you know, let's plan out meals for the day. So we did sort of a mother's day brunch and then we had like some snacks during the day. And then we had a mother's day dinner. We, at least for us anyway. And and I think it's just cause we're such a big group. We've just sort of found that we don't go out on mother's day. Um, just because all the restaurants are a little extra busy. Everyone's trying to kind of take mom out. And, you know, if we show up with 15 people, it's like, Hey, there's 15 of us. Um, so anyway, so I ended up kind of planning a whole menu and, um, executing a lot of it. So I was definitely in the kitchen, just cooking and cleaning dishes and just, I was pretty, pretty damn busy. (laughs) It was great. It was great. Well, you should have went where we went
0: because, Funny story is, I don't know, years ago, I told my wife, I'm going to take you out on Mother's Day for brunch. And she said, every place is going to be crowded. I'm like, ah, come on, we'll find some place. And literally, we drove to like six different restaurants that were just packed. Yeah. And so the last one, she goes, I don't care. Just take me to Denny's. I'll be fine with Denny's. Let's just go to Denny's. (laughs) I'm hungry. I want to eat. Go to Denny's. So... Drove over to Denny's, and right next door is a restaurant you're very familiar with called The Hungry Monk.
1: Oh, yeah. And they had a Mother's Day brunch special. It's a little bit of a sports bar, The Hungry Monk, wouldn't you say? Kind of a sports bar sort of grill place?
0: Yeah, restaurant. yeah,
1: yeah, it is. We,
0: uh, I told, you know, I said that Don would know it because they have a it's... Monday night special where kids eat for free. So we'd get all these kids together, and I I counted in my head. I think the last time we went there, we had nine kids and probably ten adults, and they all got free food, which is uh,
1: chicken wings, yeah. our chicken boneless chicken wings. Yeah, they do bone in or bone out, but yeah, they their specialty is like yeah, the chicken wings for the kids, mm-hmm. and for the adults, it's
0: all you can eat chicken wings, and the adults and you get fries, um, and the kids get. Ice cream. So they're just, they love that place. But anyway, back to my story. So we've been made that a tradition for every Mother's Day and Father's Day. We now go to Longbury Monk.
1: And we went there. Um, Is it just for brunch? Sorry. Is it like a brunch or a dinner?
0: It's a brunch. We go for brunch. Okay. okay. We get there and they, you know, I went on their website, made sure that they're still having it because they're kind of iffy sometimes about.
1: Well, especially now with COVID and everything, like, I mean, there's a lot of restaurants that are either shut down or limited service, things like that.
0: So I said, I'm going to call and make a reservation because, you know, it says make a reservation. So you be sure to get a table. So I call and they open at 10. I said, we'll be there at 10. Reservation. Four, please. We get there and it's empty. (laughs) Not one other person in there. (laughs) At ten, and I think by the time we left, probably I don't know after eleven sometime
1: because yeah. we had our
0: we had our food. There was probably out of forty tables there, there might have been four occupied. Wow, <laughs> I'm like damn glad I made a reservation. But anyway, they they uh, they have a really good chef there, and he makes some really incredible specials. Like I got a. Chedizo spinach and feta cheese scramble Uh-oh. thing. That was delicious.
1: That sounds good. And well, that's good. Yeah. Taking out the taking out the the mom, the mother of your children.
0: Yeah. So that's what we did. Nice. Anyway, let's start off with the dad joke of the episode.
1: Oh, here we go. Dad joke time. Here we go. Hey,
0: Don. Hey. Don. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Don. I'm here. Why did the Invisible Man turn down the job offer? I don't know. Why
1: did the Invisible Man turn down the job offer? He couldn't see himself
0: doing it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ooh, oh, my God. Couldn't, that's couldn't that's see a
0: dad himself. joke. That's a dad joke.
1: <sighs> man. <laughs> Love so do some have, dad jokes.
0: Do you have a fact? of the
1: day for us? (laughs) I do have a father fact of the day. Uh, This one kind of, I think it was last episode I talked about Mother's Day, how much people spend on Mother's Day, but it definitely had me already start thinking about Father's Day. And so this fact that I found was about Father's Day. And according to this fact, it says that the world's oldest Father's Day card is a 4,000-year-old Babylonian tablet that a young boy named Amusi Carved to wish his father a long life and good health
0: you know what the craziest thing about that was what he opened it up and it started playing mambo number five
1: <laughs>
0: a little bit of sandra in my life a little bit
1: oh, those cards are the best yeah
0: those are those are fun for the first like 30 seconds
1: the first open and, yeah. then, and and then usually by then my six-year-old gets hold of it, and then it's just an all-day thing. Then I'm like, why did I buy that card? <laughs> um, well, I guess we'll go into the next segment here. Who's the dick? Um, you mean? I'm going to. You mean? Who's the dick? I don't know the original pronunciation, but yeah. Yeah. Well, let me tell you. Um, it's
0: who's the dick?
1: I agree. Yes. Uh, so last episode, Chris shared a story uh, with his uh, family happenings where we got to kind of discuss who's the dick. And so in my story, I thought, you know, I will I have a story uh, where things happen. So, so let me set the stage here. So <clears throat> the family and I, the two boys, the wife, myself, we wanted to go on a bike ride. So we're like, okay, we're going to go on a bike ride. I think it was like after dinner for some reason we had kind of like a nice early dinner. And so we're kind of sitting there at like six o'clock and we're like, let's go on a bike ride. So we all hop on our bikes and we go turn off down the, the bike path. Um, and we have this really nice little bike path that kind of goes back behind our house. And it kind of goes up along the canal and it's, it's, it's a nice little, nice little track. So we're all on there. We're going. And uh, my older boy is, you know, he, can ride a little faster and I can kind of keep up with him. And then the wife and the the little six-year-old, they're a little little slower. So they're farther back behind. So we would kind of ride for a bit and then we kind of like stop or slow down and they'd catch up and, you know, so forth. So on our way back, we're coming back and I, uh, how did it go? So me and my son were coming and we kind of got to a stopping point. So we kind of went over this little bridge and we sort of stopped And as my wife and my younger son came over the bridge, my wife was like, go, go, like, keep, like, we're here, like, keep going. And we're like, got it. Cool. So we were on our bikes and we like, we almost like kind of raced to the next corner. There was a crosswalk. So we're like going to this crosswalk. So we get up to the crosswalk and we're like sitting there waiting for them and they don't show up and they don't show up and they don't show up and we're waiting and we're waiting So finally, we kind of look at each other and we're like, uh, this is weird. Like, let's turn around. So we turn around, go back, and both my wife and my younger son are walking their bikes. And so I pull up and I'm like, what happened? And she's like, he fell. Thanks a lot. And I was like, what? Like, what just happened? Right? So I'm kind of like, what can I do? And so we end up kind of figuring out, she's like, she's like, you go home. The two of you go home, get the car and come back and pick us up. So we like jet home, get in the car. And of course, like by the time they're walking their bikes home, you know, as we're pulling out of the driveway, they're like at the end of the street, kind of a thing. So I've tried to like kind of replay this story over a few times in my head where I'm like, did I do something wrong? Did my wife overreact? And again, I guess this goes back to our original question. Who's the dick? Is that better? That's better, yes.
0: I would say, um, since she told you to go ahead, she can't really blame you for going ahead. And so I'm not going to say she's a dick, but I'll say that. It, it, you didn't have any fault in that that's my opinion because she did tell you to go ahead but in the future i'm sure you'll now just ride along next to them and that
1: exactly just... exactly that that's that's my whole thinking too i'm like i think when she said right ahead she didn't mean you know 500 yards ahead like stay within eye distance or shouting distance um so that's, that's kind of how I've played it, too, where I'm a little bit like she's being unfair. But then at the same time, I try and put myself in her shoes where I go, did I go too far away? You know, as she's like tumbling over and the two of them are falling or whatever. And she's kind of screaming for assistance and I'm nowhere to be seen. So Did she fall, too, or just him? I think he ran into her bike, so she didn't fall. But I think that's how he fell. Like he kind of drifted over toward her bike kind of a thing and i think that's cool. what knocked him off
0: okay well then so. he's the
1: dick <laughs> stupid six-year-old learn <laughs> to ride a bike yeah <laughs> <laughs> my 12
0: year old ran into the back of my bike one time
1: everyone okay though
0: yeah we didn't we didn't even fall but i'm just like what are you doing pay attention well,
1: I- I have, I have kind of a terrible story, and I, I tell this story to my my kids pretty often. They've heard this story. But when I was about, I was probably about 12, me and my neighborhood buddies, we were, uh, I don't know why, but we were so bored. We are all out on our bikes, and somehow we got the smart idea of playing this game called bike tech. So if I touch my tire to your tire, you're it. And then you have to ride your bike until you tag someone else with your bike tire. And, uh yeah, it, it didn't end well. I ended up with a broken leg after okay. like a day and a half of bike tech. Well
0: when I changed my answer.
1: You're the dick. <laughs> <laughs> so you're already a terrible biker.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well well, uh if if our listeners have any opinion, write in. Tell us. Is Don the dick or is his wife the dick?
1: Yeah, and we'd love to be or is a six year old the dick we'd love to hear some of the listener stories too i'm sure some listeners have some doozy of a stories where we could you know maybe read their stories online and or you know
0: read yeah, it out loud just, and we can figure just it out. go and post it on our facebook page
1: yeah facebook love the facebook love the facebook um well let's get into the first topic okay. um so this is kind of something that I, I feel it's just been in the news a lot lately. I just feel like uh, real estate, home prices, people are buying houses, people are selling houses, people are kind of losing their minds. Um, and so I, I kind of just started thinking about moving. Um, as, a, as a teacher, I believe that, you know, it's best to try and leave your kids um, kind of like in one home Right. If you can kind of have that childhood home and they're not moving all over the place. But then at the same time, I mean, you've heard stories of people that are, you know, parents are in the military and they're moving all over the world every two years. And, you know, they they love that kind of upbringing, maybe. But um, at the same time, I look at my own son, my 12 year old, and the fact that he's in sixth grade and it's like his fourth school, um, even though we haven't moved houses, they've just like moved boundary lines or we've changed some schools and. So there's all these kind of things about moving around. And so I, I found this really interesting article about the best places in the country to move. So I thought I would just talk about maybe some places that if you're thinking about moving, you know, I'm thinking about moving, tell me where to go. I need somewhere to go. <laughs> um. So this list is from a website, fatherly.com. Um, and it talked about this moving, but it, it kind of talked about, um, You know, obviously there's sort of a cost of living, um, you know, the school districts is a big thing, um, race and, you know, ethnic diversity. Um, So there's all these kind of different things that they, I guess, calculated to sort of say this is the, you know, the top 10 places to move. So I'll actually start on number 10 on the list. I won't read all of them. I'll just pick a couple here. But number 10 on the list is actually right here where we are, Chris. Uh, They picked Queen Creek, Arizona as uh, the top 10 place to move in the country
0: better known by arizona's as queen tucky <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's it's a little bit out of town and it does mention here on the list that queen creek does have the nearest metropolitan area as phoenix so it's definitely very much on the outskirts of phoenix
0: well for those of you who don't live in arizona queen creek was a was a place where a bunch of builders came in and started just building a ton of brand new houses. This is probably back in what, 2008 I would
1: around, say. around the time of the boom.
0: Yeah. Right? They built a bunch of houses out there, but what they didn't build is a infrastructure. So there's one road that leads in and out of queen Creek. That's a two lane highway in some places. And it's, you know, it's probably if you're in Clean Creek, you probably drive what, 10 miles before you can get to the freeway.
1: Yeah, it's it's not it's not yeah, it's not near a freeway. Uh you're right. It does kind of make it hard because you can kind of take you can kind of take, yeah, the freeway to get near it, but then you have to get off and kind of jut down, like you said, on a smaller lane road. Yeah, we had
0: it. we had friends that had parties out there and would like my wife would say, "Oh, you know, so and so's having a party." I'm like, "Oh, god, it's in Queen Creek. Do we got to go?" Because <laughs> it's it's quite a drive out there.
1: Um, All right, okay. so let's see. Keep going. Uh, other other <laughs> other places on the list. They they actually have three places listed here uh, that are in uh, Texas, of all places. So there's a couple places that are just outside of Dallas, and then there's another place that's just outside of Austin. So Texas had three uh, three suburbs in the top 10, uh, as places to move. So, um, I guess good job for Texas. I like Texas and Austin's a really cool city,
0: but you got to put up with big bugs.
1: It's very humid. I was talking to, uh, some kid in my class and we were talking about Texas. I think he was saying he was going there for the summer or something. And I was like, have you ever been? And he's like, no. And I was like, Oh, get ready. Like that humidity. Yeah. Yeah. Get ready. <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't mess around. Um, but I do know the cost of living is pretty low down there. Um, I got some cousins that live down there. Um, all right. So we got Texas that's in sort of the top, and then we've got a couple spots uh just outside of Chicago. Chicago, Chicago has uh yeah, a couple places. This one place, Oswego and Yorkville. Um marked up pretty high uh in the top ten. So Chicago, I guess, is the place to go, which I would not survive a winter in Chicago. Like I can, I can tell you, I, I just know like one winter and I'm out. I'm gonna be like, Nope, too much.
0: I, you know, I was there in the winter one time. I didn't think it was that bad. I mean, it, yeah, you get the wind and the wind chill, but you know, I was wearing a a big coat and gloves and a hat and my
1: face.
0: Yeah. I didn't, I didn't think it was terrible.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think about where I grew up. I grew up just outside of D.C. Uh, in Maryland. And, you know, we we had seasons. I always tell people we had seasons. So it wasn't like we had, you know, blizzards every week. Um, but there were there were some periods of time where it was, you know, you wouldn't see the sun for a couple of weeks. And it was just, you know, <laughs> rainy and 40 degrees. And you were just like, wow, this is this yeah, I can, not I can see great. That. Um, The top number one spot, according to the list, uh, is just outside of Indianapolis, Indiana, in Westfield. So Westfield is apparently the best place to live if you're thinking about moving. Go Colts. Yeah, why not? So um that's interesting i I don't know i think it's i i to me it's always a big deal if you're going to move especially long distance i think it's a different thing if you're kind of staying in town but you're just changing homes maybe upgrading or downgrading kind of thing but yeah moving across the country is a big deal
0: yeah i've never been to indianapolis I
1: Uh, i think i'm with you on that one i don't think i've really been there before either there's there's sort of i would say like if you looked at the united states and almost took like a top third of the country sort of like the northernmost third Mm -hmm. you could basically just say like don's never been to any of those areas
0: yeah that's crazy i need to go maybe interesting all right i'm uh anybody wants a house in arizona i'm selling mine moving to indianapolis (laughs) (laughs) um (laughs) so i got a Um, list for you and I thought right. I'd do a two-parter. So this okay. part is going to be the top ten things kids do to annoy their parents. What? Kids don't annoy their parents. And then the this next is,
1: next believe list.
0: Next episode, I'm going to do the top ten things parents do to annoy Ooh. their kids. Yeah, I do. And I'm going to try every single one of them. <laughs> okay. So number one, uh, they blatantly ignore simple requests, like you say. You know, come on, we got to go to school, brush your teeth, wash your face, you know, eat your breakfast and you go to take them to school and you say, did you brush your teeth? No. Did you eat your breakfast? No.
1: So that's... Totally, uh, totally agree with you on that one. It's not something crazy you're asking them to do. Right. Because I was, I was thinking as soon as you said, just something like regular, I was like, take out the trash. Yeah. You say it and it just boom, an hour later, the trash is still there. Like, what's, dude, what's happening? Take it out. Just do it.
0: Yeah. Well, we had to, we had to, uh, with our kids, we had to employ a, a technique of saying, take out the trash. And they'll say, okay. And I'll say, okay, what time are you going to take out the trash? Ooh. And she'll say, <laughs> mm, I don't know, 7 <laughs> 30. Okay. And she does it. But if you don't say that, you know, three days later, the trash is still there. <laughs> Number two, they leave wet towels on the floor, bed, anywhere else except for the towel rack. And that's what it. it
1: is. Yeah, what is with them? Just hang it up. Yeah. do you want a dry towel?
0: Gross. And, and ours even goes further with, because, uh, you know, we're in Arizona. We use the pool a lot. So we get a lot of wet bathing suits on the floor oh uh, yeah and uh yeah wet hang stuff up. everywhere hang it up yeah hang it up easy <laughs> what time are you gonna hang it up <laughs> <laughs> they ask you to watch them do stuff while you're busy doing work or cooking
1: oh the number three dad
0: dad dad come and watch me do this especially when my kids are with the um uh minecraft
1: oh come, Look come I see I this Look. thing
0: Look here! Look here's your bedroom, and your bedroom has a pool in it. And your bedroom, and here's your bathroom. And look, here's where we're gonna eat dinner. And I'm like, okay, that's great. You did this all this stuff, really cool. But uh, kind of working on stuff here, kind of trying to make <laughs> your dinner so you can eat. <laughs> uh, do your kids do that?
1: Uh, my younger one does. I feel like he'll he'll want to show me something that he's watching on like a a youtube channel or something like dad come look at this thing this is the thing i want to show you and i i mean i i try my best to like you know look over i'll ask him like bring it over here kind of thing so i make an effort i try and i try and humor him i figure might as well do it now because eventually he's not going to want to share all these things when he's older
0: yeah my kid will be like dad dad come outside look at this I, i i learned a new trick on my skateboard i'm like okay stop what i'm doing go outside and she, like, goes down the street and makes a turn. Look! Look, I learned how to turn. Like, uh, you brought me outside for that? <laughs> okay, when you do a double ollie, which I don't know what that is, but when you do one of those, then come and get me. <laughs> oh, this is this is my daughter's famous for this one, number four. Uh, put their clothes in the laundry basket. Not just the dirty ones, but all of them, because it's a lot easier than folding them or hanging them up. What? Yeah, my younger one will do that. She'll she'll uh, have a pile of laundry that's that's clean. And we'll mm-hmm. say, okay, you know, fold it, put it in your drawers, and hang up the clothes. And she'll stuff half of them back in the laundry basket. And my wife will <laughs> look, go through there and go, these are not dirty. These are clean. Why are they in here? And it's because she didn't want to hang them up.
1: Oh, my gosh. I guess
0: Too you don't clothes. have that problem. <laughs>
1: I mean, my kids just start yelling when they're, you know, running out of clothes. And they're like, I don't have any clothes to wear. And I'm like, okay, get your hamper and do a load of laundry, man. Figure that out. Okay, number five. Constantly
0: asks for things, especially electronics, that have been taken away from them. We get that all the time.
1: Like have they been grounded or punished kind of thing?
0: Yeah. My young one lost her, her iPad and her phone. I mean, she had a phone, but it was more, more like a glorified iPod because it didn't have a sim chip in it. Mm-hmm. And every day, can I get my iPad back? When do I get my iPad? And we're like, okay, when you, you know, when you don't get any notes from school saying that you're being a jerk, you know, go a week without any notes and you'll get your iPad back. Okay, but can I have it tomorrow?
1: <laughs> I don't know. Are we gonna get a note tomorrow?
0: I got a good note today. Can I have it? No, I said a week. <laughs> so, yeah, that's annoying. Uh, number six, they fight with their siblings. That's what siblings are for, man. That is That annoys. That, that my kids will be like best friends one minute, and the next minute they hate each other. I don't get it. I don't get it. Siblings are um, really, really hard. And number seven, they borrow things from your, like mine, borrow stuff from my office. I just caught her today. I have a camera in my office. I see her come in, and she grabs a Sharpie out of my my pencil thing. And I guarantee you, when I go to use that Sharpie, it's not going to be there. Yeah. So they, uh, they take things out of your garage, kitchen, or your home office and leave them lying around, or worse, break
1: them. And kids, kids do like to take stuff. My younger son has been playing with his cousins lately. We have this drawer of flashlights that we use for camping. And so they come over and they'll all grab these flashlights and then they'll run all over the house, like with flashlights, but they don't put them back. And so then at the end of the night, you know, or the next day, we're finding flashlights like all over the place. And I'm like, I'm not going to have flashlights next time we go camping or something like (laughs) you've got to make sure these, these, these get back to the drawer.
0: Yeah, I might do that too. They just—I don't know—they they just, just come to my stuff. office and they borrow whatever they need, and I never see it again, or it's broken. Kids are great. It's yeah, great. and I'm kind of a—I'm kind of a OCD about that. It's like I, I like my stuff to be where I left it, so when I need it, I know exactly where it's at. Mm-hmm. So when they take something and they—they uh, they don't put it back, it just—I go nuts.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, oh, this is a good one. They stuff food packaging down the side of the couch instead of walking and throwing it away in the kitchen.
1: Ooh. Do your kids do that? We have a pretty strict rule about no food leaves the kitchen.
0: Oh. We have that rule, too, unfortunately. My kids aren't exactly rule followers. <laughs> and, you know, the young, especially the young one, because she makes a mess wherever she goes. She just... She's a walking tornado of food and drinks, whatever she has. And so we tell her, You gotta eat in the kitchen. And I'll come downstairs and she'll be in the family room eating something. I'll say, Don't you have a rule that you're supposed to only eat in the kitchen? She's like, Well, this is just a this is just a granola bar. It doesn't make a mess. So I don't need to eat that in the kitchen. I'm like, you make a mess with everything. So need to eat that in the kitchen. But she does. I do, I have found, you know, gum wrappers and stuff in between the cushions on the couch. Yeah, that me. would that would annoy me. Um. So annoying kids, not so slightly judge and compare you to other parents. They do what? Judge you and compare you to other parents. We get that once uh... in a while. Like, oh, you know. Jim's parents they have a Mercedes they have a Tesla I'm like yeah so we don't have one of those and they have a bigger pool than us <laughs> yeah go live with them then
1: <laughs> yeah I think that's kind of natural uh where kids are always kind of comparing um excuse me I kind of I kind of always think of the kids too and I'll even say this because they'll throw out those examples of you know so and so. You know, Jim, like his parents let him, you know, play video games all day or he has his own computer in his room. And I'm like, uh huh, okay. (laughs) but then I'll throw it out the other way. And I go, well, so and so, you know, they don't even have a computer in their house or they don't even have so and so, you know. And so I try and always kind of bounce it back where, you know, sure, the grass is greener on this side. But then if you look on the other side, it's not as green. So, you know, you have what you have and one day you can move out and do whatever you want to do. Yeah, ours,
0: our, our older one came back the other day. She was at her tutor's house and she said, oh, their house is so neat and clean and everything is organized and they don't have a bunch of stuff on the counter. And I'm like, yeah, because she doesn't have kids. That's, that's why her house is so nice and neat. <laughs> yeah, they do. they do that a lot. And the last one, number 10. They constantly whine, there's nothing to eat. Which what they really mean is there's nothing full of sugar that I can just grab and stuff down my face and eat so when dinner time comes, I'm not hungry any longer.
1: Yeah, there's definitely a convenience thing with eating where, I mean, they want it to be out and, you know, kind of ready to grab and go. Um, I don't necessarily hear that. I hear more of just, you know, I'm hungry. I'm hungry, I'm hungry. And it's just like, dude, I just fed you. Like, we just had lunch (laughs) an hour ago. I asked you if you wanted another sandwich, and you said no. So then I put everything away, and now here you are telling me you're hungry. Like, I can't just be in the kitchen all day long just making things. No, our kids
0: kids are the – so open the pantry, and literally our pantry, if you put – ours is like – what was that old radio show where the guy would open the closet and all the stuff would fall out? I forget.
1: You're, you're talking to the wrong person. Yeah,
0: I don't know. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah, it was from the 40s. I wasn't around either, Don. <laughs> I know I'm old, but really. Um, no, our pantry is like so full. Like I get frustrated because I'll try and stick like a, you know, oh look, I got a jar of peanut butter and I'll try and put it in there and just food will just fall out because there's no room for it. <laughs> And our refrigerator stocked full. We have we have three refrigerators for wow. food. Yeah, because we had one in the garage. We have our main refrigerator. And then we had one in our RV. And when I sold the RV, I took it out. So it's in our laundry room. Oh, funny. So <laughs> we have three refrigerators full of food. Plus, we have a giant bowl of fruit, oranges, apples, pears, bananas, and another bowl with you know, like snacks, like granola bars, and my fourteen year old opened the pantry. There's nothing to eat here, <laughs> and I'm like, really? Then I guess you're gonna starve. Go, eat an apple. Like, no, I don't feel like having an apple.
1: That's I, I, I think I think that's the challenge. It's it's you know they don't want the food that we're. Putting out in the bowls and the dishes, like, you know, here's something you can snack on. And they're like, mm, but I don't want that. And I'm like, well, yeah. I'm not going to give you like a bowl of Cheetos. So, yeah, Pull out the chip cookies. Yeah. Yeah. So,
0: anyway, that's my 10 list of 10 things the kids do to annoy their parents. My like list. Said, next list is going to be 10 things parents do that annoy their kids.
1: Mm, I can't and wait I'll, for that. One. I'll
0: give you a hint. Dancing in public is one of them.
1: Oh, yes.
0: (laughs) Well, that's going to do it for today. That's our uh, podcast. I want to thank all you dads and even you moms and even you kids. I don't know. Maybe there's some kids listening um, for listening to the podcast. And if you like it, please subscribe and tell your friends. You know what you can do? You can sit down with a beer one of your buddies. Go out drinking, have a beer, complain about your kids, and say, hey, guess what? There's this podcast. These guys do the exact same thing. Should check it out. (laughs) And speaking of beer, you know, that's the biggest expense of doing our podcast is buying the beer. So if you like the podcast and you want to buy us a beer, you can do that. Just go to buymeacoffee.com slash daddy dilemmas. And I found that you can put buymeabeer.com slash daddy dilemmas goes to the same place oh nice although it says buy me a coffee at the top um so there you can make a little donation if you'd like you don't have to we're glad to do it i mean we got nothing else to do on wednesday nights
1: i mean i'll i'll win the lottery i I, i'd love some more money but at the same time i'm you know i'm not eating out of a dumpster either so i'm surviving
0: so but Um, if if you enjoy the show go ahead and buy us a beer
1: And if you are a daddy with a dilemma or even a mom with a comment or your own dilemma or even a, you know, who's the dick Um, story for us, you can contact us. Uh, You can email us at dads at hogfishstudios.com or you can just find us on Facebook. It's just facebook.com and then Daddy Dilemmas Podcast and you'll see us right there. Pretty easy to find. There will be. There's a big picture of a cartoon
0: of two guys drinking beer just like we do. So we'll catch you on the next podcast. Chris out. out.